All right, cool. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number five of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy and excitement of a trip to the local movie store as a kid? The excitement of walking up and down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally deciding on that perfect holiday movie. Yes, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to get off your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip as a child, picking a movie out by hand, and falling in love with it when you got home. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from the movie rental store era to see if they still hold up. Since the last recording, one of us got married, one of us got pneumonia, and two of us got COVID. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Welcome, AJ Vange and Sean Fryer. How the heck are you? Hey, man, I got <laughs> I got paid to masturbate. That's pretty great. Wait, dog, we don't um, want to tell people who got what. I just like I think that's interesting. Yeah. It could oh, be, true, true. Yeah, just, it yeah. could be that one of us had three of those things happen. My wife paid me to masturbate. <laughs> I got married over the weekend, right. and she paid me. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's our intro. How, yeah. how about that? <laughs> hey, man, it's been a while. We've been we tried to do this several other goddamn times, and uh, now we're finally doing it. Hey, but at least like we're closer to the holiday that we're going to discuss. That's right? very true. I feel I feel because I watched these movies over like Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, so I feel like that was like a a, a good you know. Uh, I feel like after Thanksgiving is when you can start yes. doing Christmas shit. Correct. I think that's the general consensus for most people. Maybe. I would agree you with bet. you. You bet. Uh, this is it's an important time because you know thank you can get past the Thanksgiving you know needy people. You're not supposed to forget about <laughs> yeah. it. You're not supposed. No, it's important. It's like look, I got my nap in the day before or something, so I'm good on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's what it is. What What's really depressing for me anyway is like having a great time on Thanksgiving night and going home and sleeping and everything like that. And then getting up and like, Oh yeah, the Hawks game's on. <laughs> and then going over somewhere to watch that yeah. and, and having leftovers. And that's when you hit your crash combined from last night, Correct. plus this morning's crash. Yeah. I tanked on Saturday. <laughs> the mega crash, mega Thanksgiving crash always happens the day later. Yeah. Well, a lot of, a lot of good things have been happening. We've had a lot of people listening to the old uh, podcast. We got a good review today to read for you. Reveal time. This one comes from Mallory and it was on our Facebook page. She said, this is an amazing podcast. I learned something new every episode. I've never even seen Lethal Weapon, but still listened to the whole episode. All right. And then she did wow. the sideways laugh face, like the not the straight on laugh face emoji, but the side like slightly tilted laughing emoji. Okay. Yeah, that yes. checks out. Yeah, that's a good that's a good emoji for, uh, I think, our podcast. Yeah, honestly, I think that emoji sums up our podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Confused, <laughs> but laughing. <laughs> there, see, there you go. And yeah. thank you, Mallory. We appreciate that. We thank appreciate you. everybody for listening. If you want to drop a review on Facebook or your favorite podcast platform, we will definitely read it on air please Sim do simple as that really five star reviews are critical for this podcast to continue to get off the ground and reach the masses so mm. god you guys are the best you know you you know your friend who like kind of vaguely listens to podcasts tell them to listen to this podcast yes that's it that's, that's all, all it takes that's all you gotta do you know that friend that you, you that you know that hates listening to podcasts tell them to listen to this podcast <laughs> that's right <laughs> So that way they'll, what, you want them to drop more one stars on us? No, oh. no, no, no. no. Oh. The only rule is p drop a five star no matter what, but if you're going to do a one star, please write a hilarious view review. Yeah. And don't do it to be funny. Like, if you really hate it, yeah. write, a shit, write a review. Yeah, okay? I, I want to hear the, the veracity, the just fierce 
anger in your voice about how much you hate our podcast. But again, <laughs> if you do, if you actually like this, please do not give a one star. Okay, but, but, but actually, don't do that. I, I don't want to say. Let's, let's stop talking about how much we want them to write bad reviews. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm sorry. <laughs> moving along, we had an interesting conversation on the Facebook page the other day, which you could join us at Confused Breakfast on Facebook. But I found a meme that had twelve Christmas movies listed, and it oh, wanted yeah. you to pick like your top three. So people went nuts. I, I have a sample size of a hundred votes. Um, I'm going to tell you how it turned out because it's kind of weird. First of all, the movies were Christmas Vacation, Polar Express, Elf, Miracle on 34th Street, Rudolph, Christmas Story, Home Alone, Grinch, Santa Claus, Wonderful Life, Die Hard, and Charlie Brown. Um, it's a and good list. It's 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 decent, right? Yeah. You know. So we had a sample size of a hundred votes. Uh, what do you think the number one movie was? I'm going to say. I, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna say Santa Claus. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Christmas Vacation or Home Alone. Christmas Vacation okay. was the clear cut like wow. number one. Seventy two votes out of a hundred, wow. right? Um, then you had a small secondary tier of Elf and Home Alone. Mm. Like those were in the forties. Mm. Then you had then you dropped down quite a bit in the twenties. You had Christmas Story, Santa Claus, Grinch, with about twenty votes. Then it just like it dies off. You got Die Hard, Rudolph, Charlie <laughs> Brown, Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street, and Polar Express all below 15 votes. Wow. Polar Express with three. I'm Ooh. I'm gonna say I I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't either. I haven't seen it, but I don't like. Is it a Christmas movie? Like no or is one it knows. Just a polary winter. Movie? I know the book. Like it, I, the book was like not even anything to write home about. I'm going to go on record and say that no one's actually seen it, so no one knows what it's about. I well, think that makes sense. That's a great explanation for that. Yes. People who voted for it, they're like, ooh, cool cover art. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, ooh, digitizing. Ooh. Well, I had those. Here's the thing. I had some issues because there are some good ones that got left off. Sure. I, oh, I yeah. oh, yeah. Christmas probably has the most movies made of it of any Halloween. I mean, Halloween's close, right? There's a lot yeah. of Halloween yeah. movies, but Christmas... It just seems to have so many movies. So there, you could never make a list of 12 Christmas movies. Oh, I mean, no. Yeah. There were some. I know one of our favorites being Just Friends. Just Friends is, it's in my opinion, the most underrated Christmas movie of all time. Not, I'm not saying like it's not recognized like a Christmas. It's very underrated. Yeah. It's just, it's great. I'm not talking like, oh, Die Hard's an underrated Christmas. No. Because no. half people don't recognize it as a Christmas <laughs> Correct. movie. But, but like, Lethal Weapon's more of a Christmas movie than that. We covered that already. <laughs> but <laughs> Just Friends is a fantastic Christmas movie. Really puts you in the mood. I agree. Oh, yeah. and it's really fucking funny, too. Like, oh, God, yeah. I was thinking the other day, like, uh, I just watched, actually, a new uh, holiday movie on um, Hulu, The Happiest Season heard that was pretty good uh, Christmas seen it Stewart. Yet, it's great yeah everyone uh, get out there and watch it but i was thinking to myself like i haven't seen a movie that like made me crack up since like game night yeah and just friends is just like the perfect kind kind of uh comedy that i i really relate to or not relate to i guess but uh tend to enjoy I, the first time i saw just friends i was on a cruise ship <laughs> In like March for spring break with my college buddies, and it was just playing on an endless loop on the Carnival Cruise Lines television. So every night we went in and just laid down with just friends and watched it. But there, I mean, there's some other. Obviously, Home Alone Two is right up there with Home Alone One. Yeah, yeah Christmas 100%. Chronicles was what this in the last Chronicles couple of years. Great. I thought that was great. Actually, yeah. Very have you fun. ever seen um, Have you seen Office Christmas Party? I haven't seen that one yet, though. No, it's actually it's actually really fantastic. Okay, uh, that was within the last couple of years. But a few other ones that people mentioned on the list that got left off were uh, Christmas with the Cranks, which is actually pretty good. Recent one, Scrooged, 
Bad Santa. Uh, even how about let's go as far as Ernest saves Christmas. <laughs> Come it's, on, it's definitely. I would definitely put it as uh, as a top five Ernest movie. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Wait, I think, isn't there only four Ernest movies? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you like, could you could cut these movies into those into those categories because there's like a, there's a whole fucking channel during the season that just devotes itself to making five thousand dollar movies right. for with just the same shit. plot. Yeah, exactly. It's just the romantic Christmas comedy on Hallmark. Yeah. I mean, but the, some of them are really fucking kind of fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scrooge is my is my Christmas movie though. Yeah, is my go to. Scrooge, yeah. sure. Well, one of the movies on that list is going to be our uh, movie of the episode today. Happy to introduce one of the all time classic Santa movies, 1994 Tim Allen classic. Spawn two sequels. I'm of course talking about the Santa Claus. Yes. Woo wee wow. Woo wee wow. Woo wow. wow. <laughs> well, Sean, let's start us off. Uh, hook us up with all the details we need to know today. You got it. Um, the Santa Claus, 1994. Picture yourself as I was three. Um, we won't. We don't have to go into ages. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, director John Pasquin. Uh, was uh, was the director. Uh, he also um, directed a lot of Roseanne um, episodes, Home Improvement episodes. How he got to know Tim Allen, uh, Jungle to Jungle, another Tim Allen, Miss Congeniality two, fucking classic banger. Mm. Um, classic. How this movie started out though was a a, um, a troupe or like a duo, a comedy duo. They were touring by the name of Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick. Uh, so they were on tour, and every night they would just riff with each other and have fun. And uh, one night, one of them comes into their room and has an idea for a movie. And uh, I just have to imagine it. It's just like, all right. <laughs> all right, dude. Hang on. Yeah, hang on. Right, 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 no, oh, yeah, yeah. Give, give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Here, here, give me that. What if? What if? There you go. Give me that. There you go. What if yeah. Santa? Santa Claus. The? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wish you guys could watch this. What if, what if Santa fucking, fucking died, dude? And, and then you found him, dude? Me? And then you put his clothes on and you became fucking Santa. Why would I put on a dead guy's clothes? Because he's right there in front of you, dude. And that coat is fucking fly. Yeah, you know it is. (sighs) It's vintage as fuck. Pretty much how they came up with the idea. I would have to imagine that, and, and originally the script was very dark. Oh. <laughs> in the in the case, well, I'll get I'll get to how dark. Shane it was. Black get a hold of this one too. <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, Tim Allen. We got the cast of Tim Allen, Judge Reinhold, Wendy Crewson, uh Eric Lloyd, Tim Crumholtz, 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 and uh, Peter Boyle. Uh, 1989 was the first inkling of the idea, actually, when these two potheads were coming up with the idea. Um, <laughs> Not a proven fact. No, no, no. <laughs> it's purely speculation. Sean facts. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they, uh, the original title was actually uh, Such a Clatter. Uh, and not such a ladder, it's such a clatter. All right. Um, Outlaw uh, Productions was originally uh, bought the script, and they brought Disney on. And uh, they they eventually got Tim Allen on board uh, as as uh, um, as well as the director who had worked worked with him before, um, but uh, Disney had a strict no ex con um, policy involved, which Tim di- Allen it's did Disney, not fit. yeah. <laughs> Tim Allen, I think he got busted for coke like yeah, a bunch yeah. of times. Tim Allen yeah. did not fit that mold. Uh, but they they kind of barred that for Allen because uh, uh, they were just so confident that he could do it. Um, Tom Hanks and Tom Selleck were originally uh, up for the role for Scott Calvin. 
Originally, the script was very dark, like I said, while in the final script, Scott Calvin startles Santa off the roof. And in the original script, Scott Calvin shoots him off the roof with a shotgun. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, that's how that's how dark it was. I mean, they, they really didn't get like into the details of what like how how the script was way more dark but just the identification of it can tell you enough <laughs> i would say uh, and that's kind of where we're at and uh, it's one one of the most one of the highest grossing uh, christmas movies of all time and mm. obviously people consider it a staple around this ho- holiday i saw something cool um so th- there's there's this is like crazy if you think about it for one week in november in 1994 tim allen had the number one movie at the box office this movie the number one rated television show, Home Improvement, mm. and the number one New York Times bestselling book, mm-hmm. Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Wow. Like, that's pretty... That's, Tim so this, Allen was a, he's a triple, is triple this threat. The peak? Is this the moment where he peaked? Wasn't wasn't uh, Toy Story before this or after? Toy Story was 95. 95 so, like, he okay. was... So, this was, like, maybe it's, like, picture Devil's Tower. He rocketed to the top, and then he stayed there for a little while. He kind of did. And I then mean, he rocketed to the bottom. And all the sequels, I mean, like, even, even the latest one came out, like, what, two, three years ago, something like that? Toy Probably. Story 5, 4, whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah. I hear it's great, uh, but, yeah, still killing that character. I mean, yeah. I mean, that just shows she used to stay off of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, AJ, do you, AJ, do you remember, I'll ask you first, what, what was the first time you remember seeing this movie? Like, what were your thoughts on it? You know, I honestly think it was probably a TBS special, guys. I'm going to bring it back around to you. It's got to be. But it's got to be. It's got to be TBS. Oh, it's the Santa Claus. <laughs> brought to you by Sears. And it's just like, <laughs> get the new Mac Duel chest of Craftsman. It's just like, okay. And then it was back in because it's Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> you know, they got some some sort of BS they're promoting around him. And uh, it's 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 dad's toys is what it is. And Ugh, dad, get out of here, dad, homeowner. And so... <laughs> So, but then we were watching it, and yeah, it had to have been TBS. I actually remember when when Santa falls off the roof and he drops, and you see that shot of Tim Allen, and his just hands drop with him, and then it like goes to commercial. You're just like, <laughs> what? What happened? He killed Santa. The snow comes up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, but I I do remember. Lo- I, I remember really enjoying this this film as a kid. Like, although I did think Charlie was a little over the Whoa, top. Whoa, oh, oh. we're, we're going to spend an hour on how terrible Charlie was. Okay, yeah. let's let's wait till we get there. All right, all right good. I'll, I'll leave it for that. But I was just like, I was like, you know what? I even I don't think I don't, I don't get it. No. Borderline psychotic, he might be. Oh yeah, like he's that, that kid's definitely on the on the level at this point. Uh, after all this has gone down, so he watched a man die. It was unfazed. Yeah, and unfazed. He's just like, well, he. he literally said you killed him anyways i think that was about the first time i saw it, it was probably a tbs special is definitely around christmas like we didn't really buy a lot of a lot of like like dvds or, or vhs's or anything like that i think eventually we got the vhs of yep, it of course and uh and i always thought it was a very funny cover because tim allen looked like a dr seuss character <laughs> and uh and like laughing about that but other than that like we eventually got it, but it was definitely TBS. Nice. All about the TBS action. Very funny. What oh, about yes. you, Sean? When do you remember seeing it? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think it, it, it was probably TV, but I want to say maybe even later when uh, VHS was more of a prominent thing because I remember when VHS first came out, it was like $100 to own a movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, So probably later on, uh, late later 90s, when I, when I got up to like maybe 
six or seven or something like that. Uh, so probably VHS, and uh, I wore that thing out. I gotta tell you, me and my brother watched <laughs> this movie over and over and over again. So definitely a, a staple in, in our home. I know for a fact we had this on VHS. Um, we used to drive to Florida as a family, <laughs> like from St. Louis, and then also once we moved to Iowa. We would drive back and forth to St. Louis all the time. So I, we, my parents, to make the drives better, bought a little mini, nice. like eight-inch television with yes. a VCR that plugged into the lighter, yep. like oh, to yeah. power it. And we'd sit in the back of our Dodge minivan and watch movies. And specifically, remember watching this one when we'd be driving back and forth during the holiday nice. season. <laughs> I mean, like, loved this movie. Yep. Definitely owned it and watched it all yeah. the time. Okay. So what about ratings then? Ratings? Yeah. What What did you rate it as a kid, AJ? You know what? I I um I I definitely didn't appreciate Tim Allen's humor as a kid. I probably would give this like when I was a kid. I enjoyed the movie, but I probably gave this like a I'd probably give it like a six okay. as a okay. kid. Okay. You know, just say five, uh, five, whatever. Five and a half, six. Just whatever. It's like, oh yeah, it's a good Christmas movie. You know. All right. Okay. Sean, what I'm about there you? Too. Same solid, thing. Solid six when I was a kid. Definitely great point. I did not get any of his jokes. Like most of them, anyway. Like he's a fun character to watch. You know, he yeah. goes, oh, oh, oh. you know, he's oh, I, I watched Home Improvement. Oh, I've never seen that. That was more of an Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Tim Allen uh, crossover. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely liked it. Just you know, uh, well, we'll get to what I think about that at the end. At the end well, of this. this was back then, and for me back then, Christmas. Awesome adventure, kid power, nine and a half. Like nice. right off the bat, really? I loved this. Wow, movie. okay, love this movie. Are you kidding me? What could have been better than this movie? Yeah. Well, the movie two weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's move along. So there's our rating. So as we always do, AJ gets us some phenomenal reviews oh, from critics wait. and the internet. You know AJ, what? take us down review land. This is my favorite segment. It is good. Isn't it? <laughs> so as far as it all goes, this is a fairly like almost middle of the pack, like uh, received people think it's very funny. Okay. But it's not, it's not like at those top tier uh, movies like that people want for Christmas. It's, it's not, not this 250 like, top 250 on IMDb. Right. It's not, it, it was it's not like in there. It was next, not, right next to the Godfather part two. <laughs> they, right. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, barely etched into the top 300, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but as far as uh, IMDb, they put it at a 6.5. Okay. Um, again, people think it's funny, but it's not, it's not this like instant classic, like, you know, uh, like some people say, uh, Christmas Vacation or Christmas Story. Um, 71% on the tomato meter. That's from critics, uh, critical reviews. Hmm. So 71%. So they actually liked it a little bit better than audience, wow. which is right in line. What did you say, how? I said, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, how? Wow. Wow, wow. Okay. Uh, 65% uh, for audience scores. Okay. Oh, wow. Actually. Okay. So audiences apparently didn't, uh, the critics were just had, had boner soup about this. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> I feel like 71% is like where most Christmas movies are at. Right. Like, like that entire list that you just have for yeah, our, probably for our audience, 71, right? I would say most of those movies are probably 71% on, uh, okay. was that Rotten Tomatoes? Tomato meter? Yeah. 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 I'd buy that. So, um, but overall, I mean, that's still a pretty well-received movie, uh, yeah, definitely. As far as it all goes. The Tool Man Gets Jolly. This is just a user <laughs> review uh, on IMDb. 
With great, funny holiday flicks like The Christmas Story and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the Santa Claus is next in line to add laughs as the common sounds of Christmas other than jingle bells. Well, you got, okay. you got we had some some words there. You know, who was this guy writing poet. for? I don't know. I think that was Bono, yeah, just God. poet laureate. Yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> Did you uh, say Bono? Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> Proceed, AJ. All right, all right. Uh, Bono's writing movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's bored, dude. Uh, Roger Roger Ebert again. So this is uh, Chicago Sun Times. The Santa Claus, so named after the clause on Santa's calling card that requires Scott to take over the job, is often a clever and amusing movie, and there's a lot of fresh invention to it. He gave it a 63 out of 100. Nice. Um, you know, and I feel like that's nice for Roger Ebert. That's really, he could have destroyed. Yeah. Based what on movie a, did he destroy that we talked Hocus about? Pocus. Hocus Pocus. He, he, he just destroyed. He just it. Ended that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roger. Uh, I, it's hard for me to think like he like because I've I've heard him like go back and review movies that he like already like wrote a review for, and like years later he'll go back and see like what he thinks now. I doubt that he ever did that for Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah. right? Movies like this, you yeah. know? But I'd be fascinated to see if he did that. Yeah. <laughs> he lowers his score. Like, he just puts it on like anybody else. Like, this is kind of fine. Uh, <laughs> why not? It's Halloween. <laughs> uh, let's see. Washington Post. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't really care about that one, actually. Um, <laughs> I actually I actually like this one more uh, from Real Views. This, they gave it a 50. The Santa Claus isn't an unmitigated disaster. But it's also a whole lot less impressive than it could be. Okay. Give it an, an even 50. Caught right down the middle on that one. Um, and then... I know you like to hit us with that, like, I, ultra negative Yeah, review. yeah. Like, so, <laughs> I love so much. <laughs> so, don't ever stop, okay? Don't ever stop. Um, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You son of a... So I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you uh, <laughs> this is this is one that I came across I thought was fun to throw in. This is a two-star review. <laughs> okay, okay. Called The Santa Claus. This is in 2019, actually very recent. Wow. Uh, just last year. <laughs> Man, you'd think the elves would uh, be at least a little devastated at the death of their leader. <laughs> I mean, that's it's got a very great point (laughs) and we will get to that. Yes, we will. Uh, So then I'll give you I'll give you a little bit longer adage on this one. Okay, that was the entire review that that person wrote. (laughs) That that was it. That was two stars. So let's go to one star. Uh, This movie is just plain bad. 2007. This film is contrived and awful. Tim Allen is as personable as Santa Claus as a wet piece of bread. (laughs) He plays a divorced father, of course, who takes the place of the Santa Claus when the real Santa is killed. Hilarious stuff. <laughs> lots of tic- lots of typical Disney poo-poo humor and meaningless subplots to fill in the vapid film. The movie relies on special effects and shallow humor to mask its patronizing nature. <laughs> If the Tim Allen character could even keep his wife happy, couldn't even keep his wife happy, what makes an audience think that he can spread joy to the entire world as Santa Claus? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, come on. Tim, Tim Allen is, is, is a horrible actor who only knows one speed. He definitely He's definitely not versatile, and every sentimental scene in the movie seems false and forced. The movie may have been popular, but that does not mean that it was good. 
The jokes in the movie already seem dated and stale, like Michael Jackson's career. <laughs> why do you, why do you, why throw, do you bring Mike why does, into What does that have what? to do with what? anything? Come on. People one day... <laughs> Oh my God. People one day will not be raving how good it was, but but why in the world in the first place did this did they like this travesty? Bound for the rubbish bin of the nineties. Why does why does that entire <laughs> thing make me want to watch it right now? I know. <laughs> well, you're in luck because if you uh haven't seen the movie in a while, we're gonna take you through it. So yes. I say uh <laughs> I say without waiting any longer yeah. or something like that. Uh, let's go. Let's Three, do it. Two, two, one, yeah. Scott Calvin is attending a large office party at his toy company. He leaves the party and is running late to be home for his ex-wife, Laura, to drop off their son, Charlie, who is to spend Christmas night with him. When he arrives, he finds that Laura's new husband, Neil Miller, has explained to Charlie that there is no Santa Claus. Laura and Scott get into an argument about it, much to Charlie's dismay. Scott attempts to cook a nice Christmas dinner, but it starts on fire, so they go out to eat. The only place open is Denny's. They return home, and Scott reads The Night Before Christmas to Charlie and answers a barrage of questions from him about Santa. First off, I've, I forgot Peter Boyle was even in this movie, and to see him as his boss, like I was like, is he just in this one scene? Because I didn't remember him at all later in the movie, but mm-hmm. he does come back up, which I was yeah. very, uh, very thankful for. Oh, yeah. Uh, fun fact. Uh, now, obviously, we're not talking about the the sequels or anything, but he actually pops up again in the later movies oh, really? um, as Father Time. Which is so weird. Did it, he die? Yeah, and like, yeah. a, Did he kill Father Time? Right, and then no he kidding. took over how Father Time? How did this happen? And why weird. doesn't he recognize him? Maybe it's the beard. <laughs> but yeah, Peter Boyle actually comes back as Father Time when they're sitting and conversing and doing their... Um, uh, meeting of the the mythological creatures yep, and yep. people. You know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty interesting there. Huh. There's another. Uh, there's another interesting tidbit for you when um, lo- when Laura is in the house and she hands Scott a piece of paper with Neil's mother's phone number on it. Um, it originally Scott says one eight hundred spank me. Yes. I know that number, <laughs> and so like I remember yep. seeing that. I do too. It was on the VHS copy, but in the United States, the exchange was removed from all home media releases of the, of the film except for VHS and most digital downloads, starting with the nineteen ninety nine DVD. Oh they said gosh. because after a 90, 1996 incident in which a child from Washington called the number, <laughs> which turned out to be an actual working sex line number. And incurred a phone bill of $400. Can you believe that? That's amazing. How did no one fact check that? You see, this is... <laughs> this is this is why parents are like this movie's evil. Yeah, I want this movie stricken from the record. That kind of bullshit. Yes. Like blame the art, you know, kind of shit, which is so stupid. Just watch. Be there while you're watching these movies with your kids yeah. and explain. <laughs> you don't call those numbers. Don't call that. You just see it's it's. First of all, you're not old enough. Yeah. Second of all. It's not. It's the '90s. You're gonna rack up charges. It's not like you have a cell phone and you just like have to put in like a yeah. a VIN number or some shit like that. No. But right. that was funny because I do remember <laughs> seeing that and then yeah, not same. seeing it on the actual DVD I, version. I remember. I I can picture in my mind like his voice, like one eight hundred spank me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think that that kid's parents were more mad that he made the call or about the phone bill that he racked up? Phone you know what, you, the phone bill. Yeah, because if it was a free line, they wouldn't care. You think you think uh, you think that was part of the settlement cost? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm guessing it was. <laughs> How do you sue a yeah sex line? 
$400 in damages. Can you explain these? Well, we'd prefer not to. <laughs> I, I, would, I would argue that they're not damages, sir. I think we healed some people a lot. Uh, <laughs> the, I, one of my, upon rewatching, is just that that 80s, 90s Christmas party. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, that's going yeah. on. Like, they always looked like they were so much fun. Very reminiscent of the big party. And, yeah. And oh, big. yeah. Very, very much like oh, anything goes. No cell phone to take video to put people in incriminating yeah. things. Yeah. And like, and why did you catch that? Like spouses are, were not allowed to go to this Christmas party. Yeah. Oh. yeah. They go too bad. Your wife can't come Barely. to this party or something like that. It's like, why were spouses not yeah. allowed? Is this the one where you like fraternize with yeah. your coworkers? Is it, is it the key party at work. What are we doing? Here? So such weird. and such a secretary is sitting in his lap. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, uh, I also so like when he's on his way home, like he's just he's I mean, even in in the party, he's just the most like curmudgeon Scrooge since Scrooge, really. But he still believes in Santa Claus. Yeah. Like it's it's so weird just like to see him like <laughs> get out of the way, you son of a bitch. Like yeah. like at traffic pretty much. Oh, and Merry then, Christmas to you too. <laughs> yeah, That's then, not very ladylike. Lady <laughs> <laughs> then to see him come home and be like, "You told him Santa Claus isn't real. What the fuck are you doing?" Like, <laughs> it's it's so weird to like see that uh, juxtaposition there. Well, and we get to meet uh, we get to meet Neil, of course. We'll get into Neil later, uh, but it just a little get into a little Judge Reinhold appreciation. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. there were a couple other people that I noted that were supposed to play that role: Jeff Daniels, Steve Gutenberg, Rick Moranis, and John Hurd. We're all up for that role, really? but I think Judge Judge Reinhold plays that so well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's 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 got like he's like the the nerdy kind of aspect, but also like very adult and like you you he was cool in the eighties, which he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> but, Super cool, dude. But now now he's got a profession. He's kind of just all about his profession. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very hateable too. In oh this movie. Yeah. yeah. Somehow very hateable when he's like. Because he, he plays this, it's like this smug doctor vibe all the time. It's like, dude, yeah. you're, you're out of the office. Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> leave your work at work. Right. Fuck's sake. Leave it, leave it alone, man. And then I just love it when, I just love it when he's like, he like kind of corrals her into the house in this scene. No, we, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. Neil wants to get, get on the road. He's like, well, he, he, come on in. He's Neil's like, pointing he's at his watch. Like, no, come on, watch. we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> my mom's, my mom's going to be mad at me if we don't get to her <laughs> exactly. place on time. <laughs> I like uh, to um, when he's dri- when he's driving home. They cut to like just kids peering through windows at toys, yep. which is just the most Chris. If you're gonna make a Christmas movie, you have to have this shot. Yeah, I think just because it's probably because f- uh, a Christmas story. Mm. Yep. when he's got Very that voiceover true. going and the trains are, you know, he's looking at everything. I don't know. It was just, that just like that got me in the movie. If if Tim Allen's weird. Uh, jokes don't get you into the movie. Then that is so Christmas. It has to, you know. Yeah. When he when he lights that thing on fire, when he <laughs> oh, just dude. when he just sends that thing through, like it's just just hosing that thing down with the fire extinguisher. And Charlie, those flames are really big, Dad. <laughs> it's just like, oh man. You think that that was kind of a? I wonder if they kind of wrote some of that stuff in to to tie into his home improvement home improvement character know, a little right? bit. You know, like yeah, the because yeah. in Home Improvement he wasn't he would always like mess things up. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how he was there. He was yeah, messing the yeah. turkey up and stuff. That's kind of what they're saying. Like, you know, some of those people is like, he's got one speed. He's got one thing. Tim Allen, I think, will always be Tim Allen. Yeah, he, they're definitely right about that. It's, it's just it's just how much will they let Tim Allen get away with? Yeah. So, how much is Tim Allen going to Tim Allen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, but like his his lines and his like one liners, I think he's uh, 
I think uh, Neil says something about a state of mind. He's like, Neil is a state of mind. <laughs> Neil is a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That is but I think like right right before that turkey scene, right before the fire scene, he's like, what are you, what are you talking about? I can cook. He's going to fucking town on that. <laughs> and the disappointed trip to Denny's where oh. all the other single fathers yes. are sitting there yeah. with burnt hands. I love that detail where he's just in the single father section of Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> Who's who's the name? It was like, she just says, like, are you also with Yamasuka? Judy? Yeah, it's like, Judy, yeah. It's like, no, it's dad burned Judy? the turkey. Judy? <laughs> well, they, they had to put him away from the Japanese businessman yeah. section. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, and... and you guys have been there too. Like some of those little moments, like really take you into adulthood where like, okay, he's having a crappy day and he's just trying to get along with the son and he already burnt the Turkey and they got to go to Denny's and his kid hates him, but he's like, but you know what? We're going to have some delicious yeah. eggnog. Yeah. And like we're out. It's we're like, come on. <laughs> failing. Everything's over. failing. He's trying at <laughs> least. Yeah. He's not like, you know, like on like on his phone or on his laptop, like working while his son's like, can we just do Christmas shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, I could totally see that in, in one of these scenes. But no, he's like, uh, yeah, baby, no, let's, let's do this. Yeah, let's exactly. do this. Come on, Christmas, let's party. <laughs> I think it's even more like I, I, I think I really identified uh, with Charlie in that scene, too, when he asked for <laughs> chocolate milk and they he's like. Plane's fine. Plane. And you're just like, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not fine. It's not Christmas fine. Eve. It's just not fine. What kind of fucking Denny's? <laughs> and like, I, I wonder like how Denny's let them put their name in this movie just because like we're out of everything yeah. that you enjoy about Denny's. Yeah, like you, you did not come off the right way in this Denny's. <laughs> you really didn't. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Nobody uh, cares. They're still going to go to Denny's. They're, they're just, yeah, like because you go there because it's your last option. <laughs> yeah, clearly, that was their last option. It's, a grand slam it's an American of. institution. <laughs> All right. So, scene two: Charlie goes to sleep, but is awakened by a bump on the roof. He wakes up Scott, who goes outside and sees a man in a Santa suit on the roof. He yells, and the man slips and falls off the roof. Looking for identification, he finds a card instructing the finder to put on the Santa suit if anything should happen to him. Charlie climbs to the roof to pet the reindeer, forcing Scott to follow him. They climb into the sleigh and accidentally start the reindeer moving, eventually landing on another roof. Charlie convinces Scott to put on the Santa suit, whereupon he is dragged out of the sleigh and down the chimney by a sack of toys. He very reluctantly continues to do this and leave presents in each house. Scott eventually gets into the spirit and they spend the remainder of the night giving out presents. Hmm. What if Santa dies and no one's around to put on the suit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, why is Santa just so disposable? And right, was right. it that was it that guy's first night as being Santa? Like, yeah. was like did he find Santa and startle him too? It was, it was too? the fifth like Santa yeah. through the process like, of the Tim, night. I was just the luckiest one who didn't die that night. Wasn't <laughs> shot by a shotgun. By the way, so many of those elves that look like kids, and I quote, he have pointy shoes older than him. Uh, that means how many Santas have these guys seen? Yeah, how many? And like one of the reviewers was saying, not phase at all yeah. of, of this process of just regular people, you, you could say, dying off. It's like Santa retirement. Like, do they go to Florida or something on like one it's, of those closed gated communities? How, like when you disappear, like, is it like the Santa rapture? Like, is it, do you yeah. just go to Santa heaven, Santa heaven? <laughs> Purgatory? Like I, I have, uh, apparently this is going to become a, theor- a, th- a theme for us because I have another Mike's insane fan theory 
I'm going to save it to the end. I'm, I'm going I'm to let this all capture in, and then you're going to see my fan theory about what happens to Santa Claus. Plan the seed. My, my guess is, is that it's no. Is it? I wonder if it's similar to the Beetlejuice effect. Well, you're going to find out. I don't know. You're going to find out. Maybe. All right. um, I, do, uh, I like when uh, he's reading him the book, and he's Charlie. Charlie's asking Tim Allen about like the physics of Santa and his reindeer. And he's like. <laughs> Because of the way it is, pretty much. He just gives him, <laughs> yeah. because of the way it is, explanation. Yeah. Go to sleep. Please Charlie. go to sleep. <laughs> I wonder also if uh, when they do get on the roof to to the reindeer, first of all, the animatronics <laughs> and the CGI mm, are like. Pretty decent. Pretty high quality. Jurassic Park was a year before this. We can, <laughs> we can do a little bit better, I, I think. Yeah, they couldn't afford those guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Elm, El, uh, light. Industrial Light and Magic, yeah, ILM uh, wasn't available, I guess, for the <laughs> Disney budget. <laughs> uh, but if 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 you weren't already into this movie, then a, a fart from a reindeer immediately. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is what the kind of what kind of movie it's gonna All be. Right. Calls him Rudolph, and then like and and then he's got his name Rudolph. So so the other thing is the the such a such a ladder company <laughs> is such a throwaway joke in this. Yeah, because. Like, number one, it's like, how did that just, okay, how did that just appear? Did it appear because Santa fell off the roof or because somebody else needed to get up to the roof? You know what I mean? That, but why did he fall off the roof? How is he supposed to get back up? There must have gone through this before where somebody had to climb up to that roof, okay? And Wait, such, yeah. a, such a ladder company is, that's what it says on the, on the thing, is, is, is born out of necessity, for Santa falling off the roof. This, that's a very, very, uh, I mean, it sounds like they're, they've got some job security with okay, this. Okay, just, just, just a, a little, little piece of my fan theory. So the <laughs> Such a Gladder Company is part of the Illuminati. Oh. Just, just a little, oh. just a little part just, of my fan theory. Duh. <laughs> Duh, AJ. Duh. <laughs> well, you know what? There's another, there's another thing that these Santa Claus movies always bring up in me at now that I'm older is like, what? Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, those are terrifying things. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. why were you never just beyond belief scared as a kid of these things? Terrifying. Yeah. We were okay with something creeping into our room and taking our dead teeth out from under our pillow because they gave us money. Mm hmm. That's like, a little bit like prostitution, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to say. <laughs> I've, I've given a tooth for a quick um, quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now might be a good time to also speak, uh, speak Ill, Ill about Charlie. Can we, can we jointly talk about how Charlie is the fucking worst? I never liked him. I never, I never liked him then. I don't like him now. His <laughs> shitty 90s haircut that yeah. actually surprisingly looks a lot like his mom's haircut. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> he never listens. He's a whiny little baby. Yeah. And this is what's this is the worst. OK, he only likes his dad because he's Santa Claus. It's true. He Ooh. hates his dad. It's but true. now that he's Santa Claus, he's like, I love you, dad. Take me on cool adventures. It's very true. It's true. He only he's selfish. He only wants it for himself. He wants to get into the family business. He does. He's, he, you know he's what? He's using his dad. He's using his dad. He's going to try to keep his dad alive until he can take Boom. Him. Until he can backstab. That's what Santa Claus shoots him with a shotgun. Like, yeah. Santa Claus six. What's this say? He doesn't commit familiacide and just become Santa Claus. That's right. That's you know? right. 
That's he, I like that. I mean, I don't like him, but I like that. Well, and apparently there was also a really large backstory on Charlie that originally made the plot yeah. that got cut out. Thank Ooh. God, because I hate Charlie. But it, it was a lot of the gobbledygook of like his. Um, like him believing in Santa, like his, yeah. his more psychosis part of, of, of him believing that his dad is Santa. And like, and he was getting bullied about yeah. believing in Santa Claus so much. Um, I wish they wouldn't have cut it out. Cause I would have liked to have seen him get bullied <laughs> and like, <laughs> like maybe punched in the face a couple times. I think it's more it. viable for him to get bullied for that haircut than to get bullied <laughs> for believing in Santa Claus at that age. <laughs> That's way more. Way guys, more violent. Holy so, shit. I'm sure we can talk more shit about Charlie as we move along. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll find times. We just got to him. Right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, find, we'll find the time. No, I'll there's make, more. There's we'll more. Time. It's still fresh. <laughs> holy shit. It's a fresh wound. I'm going to keep that wound open. Oh, man. All right. So the reindeer then take them to the North Pole where an elf named Bernard greets him as Santa. He explains that when Scott put on the Santa suit, he fell subject to the Santa Claus. By placing the card from the suit under a magnifying glass, Scott is able to read that putting on the suit obligated him under the clause to accept the job of Santa. Scott and Charlie are then escorted by Judy the elf to Santa's bedroom. Scott and Charlie fall asleep, waking in their own bedrooms. Laura arrives to pick up Charlie, who tells her the events of the evening. Laura is very annoyed with Scott for encouraging Charlie to believe in Santa. The North Pole uh, <laughs> ambassador right outside. Um, first of all, a kid. We, we've we said that before, but mm-hmm. presses the button for the North Pole and <laughs> yeah, cr- crosses his arms and watches it come up like a badass. <laughs> yeah, like like a fucking explosion in the background. <laughs> you know? I was hoping you were going to say that. I yeah. was so excited. Yeah, he does. He crosses it like he's like in like a rap video or something. Like, he really does. He's it's like, like seeing the little kid come. He's like, what? Little kid, you got to be cold. What are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit. What a fucking badass. Yeah, and by by the way, the North Pole brought to you by Zenith uh, with that fucking remote that pops out. What the hell is that? And he types in. Do you see what he types in? No, what code does it's, he type in? I believe it's 1239. <coughs> okay. I think that's what it is. I'm is there a significance to that? No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I read that's there was the a significance no, about so that. I haven't figured it out. I looked it up. It's and I was actually like, the end of my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's like us. <laughs> well, I actually, I'm going to challenge our listeners because I'm pretty sure there is actually okay. something to that. But I have a question for you. How old were you before you realized there wasn't actually a pole at the North Pole? Because I think <laughs> I was like 21, 22, maybe. It was, it was yeah. like yesterday. It was after this movie, that's for sure. Because <laughs> that this movie clearly showed you that there was a pole. Well, I think I North believed pole. that there was a pole because of this movie. It's like, oh, that, well, yeah, I mean, there's a pole. Yeah, that makes yeah, well, sense. Like, what else would it be? There's a, it's, a, it's called the North Pole. It's a pole, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I tried to find the significance of this. I was like, well, 12 has to be December. Maybe maybe three is like or three, 39. Like, I don't know. That's when they got there. It was yeah. 12, 39 p.m. I don't know. That's, yeah. That very well could be. A.M., who knows? Maybe it changes. Maybe it changes hourly. So yeah. that way they, you know, they get the right guy in there or something. But. Bernard. Yeah. Bernard, played by David Crumholtz. David Crumholtz. Is... I mean, he's a good actor, and I, I like I like his part in this. But he seems like the the disgruntled, like he's fucking had enough of this job. <laughs> yeah. Like every single line he has is just like, 
yeah, you put on the thing. It's a Claus. You're Santa Claus now. Like, why don't you get about it? He, he's just like, he's that employee or the employee that you were <laughs> for your job for five years working in a factory at Nordstrom. Yeah. <laughs> I won't name any names, but <laughs> just, just fucking over it. Just like, yeah, he's put on the coat. All right. That's it. That's it. I love the way he's acting with it. It's well, his, his behavior is, is fantastic. in in this, uh, in the first movie, sadly, it doesn't continue on. <laughs> Cause um, he gets better parts, yeah. more, better parts than Tim Allen does. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So, so, but, but the, the thing is, it's just, uh, continuing on with that idea of they've seen this too many times. How many times has he dealt with this that he's not just like, look, man, like not even phase. Did you did you see the, old, the other guy? Did he did he disappear? So he's good. Oh, right? man, that he's was Barry. Okay. We really liked Barry. He oh, was working man, out pretty guy, well. He's been around for, man, at least a couple hundred years. Uh, <laughs> damn. OK, well, hey, look, man, we really need you to step up. And I know this is going to be a lot for you to take in. <laughs> But you're the new Santa Claus. And, Want to take a um, second for us all to cry a little bit? Um, you if know, you could, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a thing tonight. We're gonna get together, drink some eggnog, share some stories. <laughs> you can stop by, and, and uh, if you could stop by and you know just kind of bond with us, get to know some people's names. Barry sounds like a really great guy. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you could take some time. Uh, to to mourn with us. Yeah. Instead, he's just like, "You're the new fucking guy. <laughs> You're him. What are you fighting with me? How do you not get this? Get it through your skull, you idiot, you imbecile." He's just like, "It happened again." Yep. There you go again. I think there I, it goes. I think you're spot on because clearly we're learning this pattern that they're not really that good at their jobs up there. <laughs> yeah. Like when Judy, Judy, the elf says that it took her 1200 years to come up with a hot chocolate recipe. Yeah. No kidding. And her, her, what she took 1200 years to figure out was not too hot, extra chocolate, chocolate and shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Took you 1200, 1200 years to figure years. that out. Judy, yeah. Judy, Jesus, man. you can't, that's got, that's her job. That's her job. She's not. She's not bouncing between between putting on wheels and no, making hot chocolate. That's all she does. She's all, only. She's the hot chocolate girl. I've okay? never made hot chocolate, yeah. and that's what I would probably do. Yeah. yeah. There's maybe three or four simple steps to it. Yeah. And those are it. <laughs> oh, I, I decided to use milk instead of water. Mind blowing. It doesn't it's fucking like, matter, Judy. It's like, it's like extra chocolate. Well, who'd have thunk? Yeah, because every <laughs> child wants extra chocolate in their hot chocolate. I just, I just, I don't know if I trust any of these elves because there's an elf named Larry in this movie. <laughs> that's a good point. That just makes yeah. me like, okay. yeah, this is getting feisty. And I love it. That's not. That's like it's like Lester down in packing. <laughs> it's like it's like we we keep him packing away from the younger elves. Like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> this is Dan. <laughs> this is Dan. this is Keith the elf. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Sarah Garrett. Like, I, <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I do have, then when we do see, um, her bring that recipe to Santa and kind of help calm him down, it's like, yeah, this is supposed to be a lot to take oh, in. And no. it's like, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, oh, well you look really good for your age. He's like, thanks. I'm seeing someone rapping. And it's just like, okay, I guess I lost my mind. This is get a little bit. I, my stomach dropped. <laughs> I, I felt my stomach in my toes. I'm just like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> We need to go back. It's not, it's, it's not your secretary there, there Scott. <laughs> God damn it. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's really oh upsetting. God, I'm it's, crying a little bit. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's it, like the choice to make them kids, I get, because it's elves, I'm sure, at works. But then, like, 
why don't we just take that line out? <laughs> it's funny. They but already took out the spank me. Why wouldn't they take out that you look good for your age? Like the 90s, bro. Yeah. I did have a crush on Judy. I did I too, and kid. I was kind of mad that she was seeing someone. It seemed like a pretty serious relationship. Yeah, I know. It's like it, it must be serious if she made mention of it, you know? So yeah, my, my girlfriend Judy up in uh, up in Coco. Also, she says cacao. Cacao. <laughs> Fucking pisses me off. Did you, uh, when they finally get back and he's opening up Christmas presents on Christmas morning, do you, did you see that toy? It's like the odd looking skateboard yeah, scooter. Yeah. yeah, what is So this? that was did called, uh, it was called a rad board and it was real. It had eight <laughs> wheels. Oh, yeah. It had eight wheels, four handle grips, and three boards. And I remember <laughs> yeah. there was a kid in my school that everybody saw that and they're like, we saw it in the JCPenney catalog. He's like, that would be so dope. You can like ride three boards and it could be a scooter. And that kid had rich parents, so he would always get those toys first and then he'd bring them to school okay and that was the dumbest thing like uh, that yeah. toy was terrible oh, yeah. you could you once you it? got on it you just go this is stupid and then yeah. then you end up sitting on it like Char- charlie was like laying on yeah, it reading yeah. a book that's all you did with i was it. thinking like you could like hold the other skateboards yeah, it's attached like a, to it it's like a scooter and yeah it's just a scooter it's like we'll just pull just put handles on a skateboard it's dumb so no so that way if i face plant it'll just roll right over me yes okay got it so there, there you go rad board fantastic Fucking it's like rad dude yeah it, 90s it made toys. no sense to me at all <laughs> i was just like oh that's so dope and then you're like why you're right. I don't. You understand. wanted it because of a cool commercial, and then you go, "I don't want that" because your friend got it and it sucks. It's called a rad board. Rad you said? board. Rad board. Okay, I love that. Well, you gotta look one up, see if you can I, get one. I'm gonna see if we what they what they run on eBay. <laughs> I want. I saw um, when he when he says, "What if I choose not to believe?" And the whole place fucking shuts down. Oh, and they look at him, and their fucking eyes glow like Village of the Goddamned. Holy <laughs> shit, that was a scary moment. This time around, that time around, I'm like, yeah, Tim Allen. You should be scolded right now. And this time I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. let's get out of here, buddy. Yeah. Quick, 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 weird fan fan theory. I'm sure that there's got to be some sort of world that that these elves exist with Field of Dreams as well as Children of the Corn. Yep. Oof, they definitely world. live out there. Those, oh, yeah. And somebody told them that they don't believe in Santa Claus and now they're after him. It's just I think they're part that of that. That checks world. out. Um, Good enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they do. They shut down. Now, what if now here, roll, roll with me for, for two minutes on this. All right? What if he's like, no, you guys don't scare me. You're basically children. Like, I'm not I don't believe it. I don't believe in it. And they're just like, they just turn on him. And there's just I, like, I think they have superhuman strength. I, like, you think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think so? I mean, they can fly. I, that's so, what I'm saying. I mean, they have an entire team of uh, evacuators. Yeah. Like SEAL Team <laughs> 6 as yeah. kids. We'll it's back. very true. And that kid seemed very mature for his age. Correct. I, I, hate, so, I hate him. I, <laughs> I fucking hate him, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get to it. that. We'll get there. But but like, what if, what if there's like, there is like, there's a dispatch. Like, how many Santas? chose not to believe it and were dispatched <laughs> maybe that's why they're so callous they had to do it themselves they had to dispatch no, these assholes themselves there was a deleted scene he did say he didn't believe so then bernard took him to this like graveyard <laughs> of, of santa's yeah. and they're like and on the bottom it'd say like santa claus number 47 it'd be like hung him burnt at the stake because old believe. santa yeah. hats on tombstones yeah. oh yeah they're, they're like these are all the santas that showed up and didn't believe and we salem witch him. trial stuff that's what i'm saying <laughs> Deleted oh, scene, dude. Disney didn't want that. That was yeah. part of the dark nature of this movie. Yeah. Right? It took me 1,200 years to perfect. Uh, we got uh, uh, cocoa, uh, chocolate, milk, and s- uh, rejected Santa blood. Yeah, <laughs> rejected Tim. Santa blood. He calls him Tim. Tim Scott. <laughs> SC Scott Calvin. 
All right, moving along. Later that year, Charlie's class does a parent's day. He introduces Scott and explains that his job is being Santa Claus. Scott tries to explain his actual job as a toy salesman, but Charlie insists that he is Santa Claus. Neil, Laura, and the school counselor insist that Scott tell Charlie he isn't Santa Claus, but Charlie refuses to accept it. Scott begins to quickly gain weight and grow a beard. This causes issues at Scott's job, and he seeks medical advice the list arrives at the house. Oh, yeah. Big big changes here. Big things happening throughout the year of time. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going to say, uh, I forgot to mention that the, 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 the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie seems like a, a, a child's uh, book, like a child's Christmas book that you, you'd be read, like Charlie is read. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's so quick, and it's like, it does, like, I guess it does leave you hanging because it's like, what, what happens now? He, he's Santa. But, like, that book could end of him just being Santa at the North Pole now. Yes. Like, and then now it's like, you're right. A, a, well, the year begins again. It's a whole year until the next Christmas. I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. Like, how they break up this time is kind of impressive. Well, and Scott's not exactly sure that that happened. He's not exactly sure that he <clears throat> experienced that and that he is Santa Claus. So, like, th- we have to go through that process of him, like, yeah assuming the role, but we got to go back to Neil and how unbelievably condescending he is. We'll talk about this later. (laughs) Oh, do you want to go? Do you want to go later? (laughs) No, Oh, I see what you're saying. No, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, No. And like how many times does he attempt to like psychoanalyze this little kid for his own like superiority complex? Right. It's it's so weird to me. It that, makes me feel like uh, as uncomfortable with like the Judy line, like him him like trying to get inside this kid's heads, like trying to get. Oh, I'm not saying that. But no. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, like, but who in their right mind thinks it's okay to like tell a kid that Santa doesn't exist because. Clearly, Neil has a bitter grudge that he didn't get his little fucking weenie it's whistle. It's extremely invasive, and that's like he's yeah. he's like trying not to be the evil stepdad, but he's like you are being the evil stepdad. Yeah, you are. And and the by the way, what what a pathetic gift idea to stop believing in Santa Claus Dude. for the weenie whistle. Stupid and, like, ass weenie whistle. He fucking blows that thing at the end. It is the most pathetic <laughs> wiener call I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> we'll get to that stuff later, but it's like. So, but you're right. And he, he's going through and he's like talking to Charlie. He's like, how does one man (laughs) like been all the way around? And he's like, Charlie has all these real answers for him because he's done it. And it's just like, you know, it's, and it it is, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty messed up. And I love it when he just gets kind of shown up. He's like, Neil, I want dad to go first. And he's like, well, Charlie, that's how you feel. That's how he feels, Neil. (laughs) That's pretty pretty awesome. That's got to feel good to Scott. Scott does enjoy this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how he feels, Neil. That's how he feels, Neil. <laughs> I, he says his name like every time he addresses him too. I just <laughs> love <it>. Neil. <laughs> there is a scary thriller movie in this in this movie somewhere, like with Charlie actually believing. Like if none of this, if none of the thirty minutes before this happened, and uh, it was it was the movie was just Charlie believing that his dad is Santa Claus, like ferociously how he is, like telling people. Then Neil becomes like a a more sympathetic character, like no, like listen to Neil, you know, like <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, that thirty seconds that's not that might not be there in in this other uh, version of the movie. It becomes like a weird, like horror thriller, like of of this kid. Like, oh, we gotta be careful. Like, this <laughs> we gotta is be good careful. son, you know. Well, as it's always gone, guys. Like I've said all the time. 
if you miss the first 30 minutes of this movie, the narratives really change. <laughs> <laughs> and TBS what? steered me wrong several times. Why over. is Charlie, why is this kid believing his dad's Santa Claus? Yeah, it's like, what the, well, according to the cover art, I mean, you know, <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and Sears says, says that he's the Santa Claus uh, via the commercials. So, okay, he must be Santa Claus. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. There's there's also uh, some excessive weight shaming going on when he oh, when he man. shows up at the office scene like <laughs> oh yeah like well and one thing that I did notice too is that he he ordered all the shitty food yeah. but then he goes oh yeah and a salad you know but then if <laughs> he you puts look the salad at it right up front yeah okay so he or, says or the salad he say- yeah he says the salad and then all the the nasty food yeah uh, but then when you see him at the end when he finally finishes eating everything he didn't touch the salad <laughs> that's right he, he <laughs> ate everything else but the salad but that like they they very strongly weight shame him. Oh, yeah. Granted, like, it's pretty hard to gain that much weight over, what are we assuming, a week? Yeah, maybe, yeah. A couple weeks or something like that? At at best, this happened over the course of maybe a weekend. Yes. Because it shocks him even (laughs) when he he gets out of bed, rips one, and then he goes to the mirror, and he starts weighing himself. And... When he steps on the scale, you notice that that it keeps ticking up. Yeah, so it's yeah. he's gaining, so it's weight. gaining, 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 and and that's like I don't I don't know what I'd do either. I'd freak out. Like I'm already way too much. But you gotta like, go to work, baby. Yeah. Well, oh, gosh, like going to bed, going to bed the night before, 180 pounds, just kind of you know fit, going to the gym yeah. here and there, and then waking up 80 pounds heavier with a gut and and, a, and facial hair, and your cheeks are all big. <laughs> it must be 2020. Yeah, it must be. Uh, oh, no. 2020. Yeah. Oh man, that's oh, a fun joke. That's that's a really, that, good that, joke. That's a really that's fun joke, guys. Good also, good did you notice how Scott Scott was right about the total tank? Like the total tank is yeah. a terrible idea. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> and it's, stupid. It's very much like Tom Hanks and Big. It is. Like, it is. Because yeah, Tom Hanks was right about the stupid building that oh, transforms, yeah. but none of these adults are going to listen. I, I have a note here. It says he's three seconds away from saying, "I don't get it. I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Uh, he like. I love it. He just he comes up with all these different things, and I love the. But I, I love before they get to that the Jeopardy theme song of him, <laughs> him eating. just just scraping that Sunday like like chalice thing of all the fudge. It's just like, but or was that his side of fudge that he said? It was like, probably the side of fudge. Was the side oh, yeah. of fudge, like right? <laughs> the, the sound of of like the spoon, <laughs> and the, it's just it just sounds fat. <laughs> oh, I could hear you getting fatter. <laughs> That's basically what they were hearing. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, and I love his excuses. Like he's got this. It's like you know what? I almost believed him about the whole, you know, his whole wardrobe going up. When I was a kid, I believed it because I didn't know any better. Yeah, right. I actually believed that part of it, and I was like, and then he was like, oh. Stung by a bee. Turns out I'm allergic. <laughs> He's just like. It's actually, he sells it really well. Stung by a bee, Scott. It's, <laughs> it's a, a big, big bee. bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Tim that Alex. part I didn't believe, but I believed him about his suits going yeah, up. Yeah, that's cleaners. true. <laughs> he could totally go to HR about all this. Like Absolutely. it's it's pretty evasive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so due to Scott's appearance changing completely after Charlie's soccer game, Scott's visitation rights are completely canceled. He goes to visit Neil and Laura anyway to say goodbye, and Charlie's final plea makes Scott believe that he is Santa Claus. When Scott asks for a moment alone with Charlie, Bernard appears. When Laura returns, Charlie, Scott, and Bernard have all disappeared. The police are called in and begin arresting Santas around the city. Meanwhile, the elves demonstrate some new James Bondish technology to Scott, who is mostly worried about falling off of roofs. 
<laughs> okay, I'll start you off with a question. Why are Bernard and Quentin huge elves and every other elf is really small? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They must be super old. like <laughs> Or like superhuman, super yeah. elven. I feel like, so my theory is like, I kind of think elf years is similar to dog years in reverse, you know, but I think it's by tens. Every oh. one year is like 10 years or, or 100 years. You know what I mean? So like... So you see, like those little baby ones, they're probably like they're probably only like two hundred and fifty years old, right? Because yeah, there is a really itty little baby one, G- right? It's like tw- yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's like little what baby the hell does that thing do? So it's <laughs> hammering toys, bullshit. And so put them put them to work, <laughs> that's man. That's right. Uh, but that's my theory on the on the elves, and that's my theory for Bernard. I think Bernard's like he must be like nineteen hundred years old. Judy's like what? 1300 years yes, old. Yeah. You yeah. Know, 14. Yeah, so I get it. So, old, so right? they do technically still keep growing. Yeah. Like, Eventually so they, they'll be full human size right, when they're right. 3000. Maybe it's like a matrix kind of thing where they're like making these things, these elves in like yeah. weird slimy pods yeah, and maybe. they're just like pooping them out. But like some yeah. of them are deformed and, and Bernard's one of the deformed ones. He just happened to work his way up the ladder. Gotcha. I feel like Bernard, uh, in the blood. later, in the later Santa Claus is Bernard developed a bit of a side eye. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, do you feel like that? I, I don't know. I think he I thought he had a bit of a, like a, a like lazy eye that kind of supports my theory, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a glitch in the matrix with his eye. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, and you know what? Like the kids on the lap at the soccer game. So oh, yeah. I, I oh, as a boy. kid, I talk about some creepiness, dude. Yeah. I couldn't figure out why everyone was freaking out yeah, and like taking custody this? away. Yeah, like it's just a guy. Like, yeah. but then you kind of look back and you're like, uh, okay. I didn't feel like it was right to tell Charlie not to believe in Santa Claus and to try to separate him and Scott. But now I think, I think we're good there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I was trying to pinpoint maybe what time of the year it was that this is happening to it. Like what's, what's a normal soccer I, I say that's fall. Is that it's fall? like October? Yeah. Okay. So still weird for Santa Claus to be out there, you know, <laughs> like I'm Santa Claus for Halloween. What the fuck's yeah, wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, like, that's the thing. Like, okay. If this is September, it's kind of, it's pretty weird. And <laughs> if it's November, that's, yeah, that's almost normal. Close. October, October is really questionable because, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you could pass that off as like a, uh, a Halloween and, costume and you know? welcoming kids to stand <laughs> yeah. in line and sit in your lap. And the, my, me and my brother used to lose our shit when they walk through the middle of the soccer field during the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah. And like, first of all, have respect for the game. Yeah, no kidding. There's a game going on. Second of all, not one player or referee yep. notices that they're walking what through the, the middle field. Yeah, no, exactly. no referee ever says, get off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> they just let them walk through the middle. Too many of the players field. on the field. Yellow. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like come on. And we, they don't even wait for like traffic to go along before they cross. They cross only when they're going to get to them. Yeah. They're like, they're like, oh, they're coming right now? Okay, okay cool, ball. cool. Let's that walk one. out there. Jesus. Let's disrupt everything that yeah, they're doing. Su- super disrespectful of the game. So disrespectful. I didn't I didn't realize the severity of uh, uh, all the legal proceedings yeah. and everything like oh, that. Yeah. Like, like Charlie getting taken away from his fucking dad in this movie. I'm like, yeah. whoa. Like that's. Yeah, that's hardcore. That's actually like. Raising the stakes quite a bit. I mean, I know everything's going to work out, obviously, because right. it's a Disney movie. But like, <laughs> even then, like, even like my theory of it, of the th- first thirty minutes not happening, you know, and and Charlie just being like kind of, uh, ma- have some problems. Um, right. That that in itself is like kind of like a ooh like a tense drama to me. Like this, him getting o- taken away from his dad is is pretty brutal. Yeah, uh, you don't recognize the severity of it. Um, when you're that age and, uh, uh, 
I'll, I'll mention like the gift that she gives Scott later on. I, th- I was like, that's lame. But <laughs> I guess I was like, oh, cool. He's going to get like a board game or something. But anyways, uh, he's, um, but then talking about severity, the parent who has lost all rights to the child essentially kidnaps the yes. child dick move with bro. an accomplice bernard yes because it's all right with him if he comes on back bernard has he, he just deals with no repercussions yes. in this world he just doesn't live on this plane <laughs> of existence he's just like fuck it you know he's, he's eating, eating like i gotta get my paycheck somehow yeah exactly he's eating like a euro or yeah, something yeah, like that yeah, I, don't know. Euro. I was like and i was like oh there's so much lettuce on that thing it's <laughs> way too much lettuce yeah that's not your good euro i like the montage with zz top Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, like all of it was great. I, that, I'm not a fan of that song whatsoever. I like ZZ Top, but yeah. that's like one of the most overplayed songs in the entire world. And when they when they're playing that and they do the synchronized thing while they're walking, I like I I, I, I curled in a ball and wanted to take a shower. <laughs> Well, I just felt so uncomfortable with that. I'm like, oh. I love that part. No. I, I love it. No, no. Can I make it worse for you, Sean? Okay. So not only did they do that, but stupid fucking Charlie was the only one that couldn't do it in unison. He did the wrong <laughs> arm forward. He put his right arm forward, and the rest of them put their left arm forward. Son of a bitch, Charlie. That, you how, the shot. I hate that kid. <laughs> we rehearsed this 60 times last night. That was the best take that they got. You know, you know that they were just going reviewing shot at after shot after shot What's, what, where's at least noticeable yeah, where's and, at least and noticeable and then the child just filming please, laws come like, up they're like we got one yeah, we have five more minutes and for then these the kids and the just like this is the best one I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do like, man I don't know what to tell this you. is what we have just, just kind of put him out of focus or something I don't know you see, I mean, <laughs> if, if the guy that played Charlie in the movies is listening I I don't hate you as a person I just didn't really like your character there you go. Yeah. I just I just wish he would die made you into a real whiny bitch <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I actually love that part. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I love it so much. But, like, by the way, there's so many things that you're just, like, like it's very, like, Judge Dredd or, like, Demolition Man about this, like, his Santa suit and, like, his two-way radio and, like, it's flame retardant now. And it's just, like... And then, like, after all that, it's like he just gets a rope to when he falls off. They couldn't have done, like, some sort of repellent gear, like, that <laughs> emits out of his butt and that just happens to, like, work. And no, it's a stupid comet with the rope. Give that's kind of festive. Give him a jetpack with, yeah. like, like, the, what is elves. it? Elves. Yeah, yeah, the elves have. ELFS. Um, the, I mean, Charlie's annoying. But he does have, like, all of these ideas, like, immediately. He's pretty smart. Like, he's been thinking about this for a long time, you know? It's just, like, pretty suspect still. Um, suspect? <laughs> but the the best thing for me, and, like, even on this go-around, like, uh, like the scene uh, earlier where the kid's watching uh, the toys through the window, I'm like, oh, those are cool toys and stuff like that. This time, I, I looked in the, in the sled. It's got, like, that CD player and, then like, a cocoa maker. Yeah. Cookie cocoa dispenser. Dude, <laughs> that was fucking badass. Like, the, the production design, like, that is actually clever. I, like, I love all the trinkets that are in the sled. Well, Charlie's smart enough to think about those things, but he's too big of an idiot to know that when he walks in with the judge and tells him everything, <laughs> that he's going to lose his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Dad. I told him everything. I told him everything. Good. Wink. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, You bud. know what? Maybe you shouldn't be my son. <laughs> hey, 
Yo, great idea with the cocoa dispenser because once we take a left turn at Cleveland, it's just going to go all over my yeah. lap, Charlie. Those CDs are going to skip. The CDs are going to be compact disc. Whoa! <laughs> no cookie, cookie cocoa cookie, cookie dispenser. dispenser. Cookie cocoa. It's fun to talk. Well, about then it'd be CCD, you idiot. <laughs> This is this might be my favorite episode so far. Okay. The last scene. Here we go. Santa begins his rounds. When he returns to Neil and Laura's house, the police arrest him. Charlie is left on the roof. They deploy the effective liberation fight squad, also known as elves, a team of commandos to rescue Scott and Charlie. Upon returning to Laura and Neil's house, Scott tells Charlie he has to stay with Neil and Laura. Neil and Laura begin to believe in Scott as Santa, and Laura burns her custody papers. As they say goodbye, Bernard appears. He tells Charlie that he can call back Scott by shaking the snow globe. The police return to the house just as Santa and his sleigh fly away. As Scott leaves, he drops presents. A weenie whistle for Neil and a mystery date game for Laura. Ten minutes later, Charlie, selfishly, calls Scott back with the snow globe, and they take a final quick ride around the neighborhood. Charlie. (laughs) Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. So first of all, I mean, as a kid, like, I had... Okay, so looking back, I I have this mental dream of, like, I had been an extra in a movie from the 90s, Mm. but I I don't want to be like Macaulay Culkin. I don't want to be like a child star. I want to be like one of the the elves, like the the Effective Liberation Squad, where, like, when I met a girl in college, she'd be like, you look familiar. I'd be like, yeah, I was, like, the second... Guy in Santa Claus, right. like the one that didn't say any lines, but did the flip. That's what you ride on the rest of your life. Correct. I would have loved it. I also I did the tinsel trick. I was the, the one with bar. the tinsel, yeah, yeah. and I had the hat kind of low over my right. brow. Right. I wasn't the annoying one that like sounded like a really big adult and was like, "Don't worry, we're super cool." Now take my hat. Take my hat. I don't know why. I don't know why Judy's with the with what? Well, who's she with? Oh, in shipping or something like that. She should be with. She should be with that. She deserves better. Yeah. Yeah, she does. With a simple bridge toy maker. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but why like Scott's Scott's a pretty smart guy. Why would he think that there's not cops looking for him? Yeah. I don't well, know. Well, and why is that the first like one of the first stops he goes <laughs> Let's to? Go to that house. Like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do this at like nine PM. <laughs> it's like why would you do it like like three in the morning, like people are there. At least they're gonna be tired and kind of off, yeah. off of their game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, we've waited up since about two. I suppose we better call. He's not coming. Fashionably, He's not coming. Fashionably late. That's, that's right. That's what yeah. it is. So, and I will say this though: you know, the cops in this, hey, they did their job. They're showing up. There was a child <laughs> abduction. Okay, they called the police. The police are doing their due diligence. They're they're taking it to the streets, man. They're they're arresting every Santa every they see. Every single Santa that that's they right. see. Rounding them up. They're just rounding these dudes up. They got lineups going on. They're going after it. They must be like hourly lineups with the way these guys are working. I mean, they're efficient. All right. So, yeah, I, I got my hats off, you know, to to, to those to that police. It's force. a lot more than uh, we can say with our other cops yeah. in our other movies. Yeah, you know? exactly. So far, best cops. Yeah. Yeah. Best Most cop. efficient cops. Yeah, absolutely. Most I think. cliche, you know, I mean, like missing <laughs> missing white kid might have might have been the dad. He might be Santa Claus. We're getting out there. That sounds like a case for us. <laughs> yeah. So I there was one, one of the funniest things, again, to go back to our VHS watching in the car. Uh, me and my brother um, used to die at the scene when he's getting interrogated, <laughs> <laughs> and he's giving the alternate names. Yeah. And, he, and he, yeah. so he says Topo, 
Corsi show. show. And he starts laughing. Show. We would rewind that. Yeah. Like, dude. And just because his face after he says it, where he's going, ah, he's like yeah. laughing so hard. But I was <laughs> th- laughing with his body. Dude, I always said he said Popo Gijo. Yeah, too. He says Topo Gijo, which is not actually a name for Santa Claus. It was. It was from the Ed Sullivan show when he says the last name Topo Gijo. It's the name of a small Italian mouse puppet that appeared on the Ed Sullivan show. Are you serious? Yeah. But like, Jesus. I thought it was just, we just died when he said that. What like, a deep cut for him you, to make as an actor. It's like, just a, like oh, I'm going to pull an Ed Sullivan reference out of my ass. Yeah. Like, the masses will get this joke. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm glad you, you did the same thing. Cause me and my brother thought that was fucking hilarious yeah. too. For no reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really not that funny, but, but well, I, she sure. it's the way he says it. It's and like, the way he laughs after. Yeah. 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 He really Name? accentuates his lip on un, lips underneath that beard. Oh, he does. He and does. it's hilarious. Uh, and it, name Santa Claus. Santa Claus. He's like name, name. Paranoel. Paranoel. <laughs> name Santa Claus. Chris Kringle. Oh, you mean the you mean the stuffed rabbit from the Ed Sullivan show? That's a <laughs> yeah, oh, my oh my god! Oh, you know that's, what? That's You're free buddy. to go, buddy. <laughs> no, man, this isn't him. This isn't him. <laughs> As, yeah, uh, I, I I love that scene too. I like it when he gets liberated. You have the other prisoner. It's like some dude. He must have been like a pimp or something because the way he was he was dressed. You can pick him out. And uh, <laughs> but he's just like, hey, can I get some of that tinsel? It's just like they're running out the door. Some drunk on Christmas. Yeah, exactly. He's just in the tank. Like what the hell? I uh, I love when when the elves do uh, get. Um, well, I don't love it because it doesn't mean he dies. You know, uh, they saved him. Oh, right. But like, I mean, what would happen if they like left him up there? It's like he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the shot of them like rising with their jetpacks, like from the perspective of the house, is just like straight out of the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> Elves with attitude, you know. I'm just like, look at those guys. Yeah, Holy shit! Go. Look at those little critters. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like it when they come back and like Neil has his revelation. He's like, he just, he just. Santa? <laughs> he's just like, it's okay, Neil. He's like, he's the last uh, one. Yeah, he just, he's <laughs> still, he can't take it. It's like he still doesn't believe it, even after everything he's really seeing, like for a second. Well, it's just like all of his life work of just like being practical with, with people's like deranged minds and stuff yeah. like that is just out the window and right. he's fucking snapped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just, he's just like, he's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. And then he, yeah. How am I supposed to be sane and, and solid for my patients? When now I have to deal with this right now. A whole career out the window. Yeah. Well, Just by one weenie whistle. And all these Santa Claus movies, like, how do did, how did parents not know that Santa Claus is real when they wake up in the morning yeah. and there's random presents under the tree that right. they didn't put there? Exactly. It always blows my mind. That, that, that's the part that always upset me, too. Like, Santa movies. Like, like, yeah. How, like, okay, so these parents are just like, did you fuck my Did you? I, did you, you just that assume that you bought that, right? Did you buy that for him? And they're like, I didn't fucking buy it for him. Well, how'd he care? He's like, I don't know. Fucking <laughs> Santa Claus. I don't know. I've, I've, I've wrapped the other ones. It's like, well, how'd the fucking kayak show up? It's just like, <laughs> who bought the kayak? Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, did you buy that doll? I didn't buy that doll. Santa brought it. It's like, fuck, shut up. Right, who brought the fucking doll? It's just like, what the, what the hell's going on here? It's like, I don't know. Like, just, just just go with it. That's what they say. That's just go with it. Just go with it. Someone we don't broke care. Broke into your home. It's better than assuming that some guy named Santa Claus and Knows what I'm doing when I'm sleeping and awake. You yeah, know what no I mean? Kidding. Like, you know, it's not cool. With comforting that. though. Mm. If you think about it. Veronica, very nice, <laughs> very nice. In <laughs> your dreams, slave boy. <laughs> I, I forgot Aww. to mention uh, 
when he first uh, 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 is still Scott Calvin and he uh, drops down to that little girl where she's sleeping on the. Yeah, yeah. She's hilarious, but then later because he doesn't drink the milk because he's lactose intolerant. But then later when he goes there and it's and he doesn't drink the milk, she's like, "Why don't you drink the milk?" He's like, "Oh, it's lactose or whatever." And then he drinks it and he's like, "Oh, I remembered." You're lactose intolerant. I'm like, you fucking sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. Why weren't you the star of this goddamn movie? <laughs> That's what movie? I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got bowl cut McGee over here. <laughs> She's just so nice. Yeah, oh he is God. pretty nice. So, are, are you ready for my fan theory? Uh, yes. Are you sure? I think so. Okay. They planned. This was a coup from the beginning. They planned for Scott to become Santa Claus. This has been years in the making. In the very beginning, when Scott drives through the town, when you were talking about the little kids looking into the Christmas thing, one of the kids had pointy ears Mm -hmm. and turned around and turned around and watched Scott drive by. She was doing reconnaissance to make sure Scott was going home to his house. Um, So they get there. She was scouting. Here's my theory. Why were the reindeer and Santa making so much noise on the roof? Right, right. Like, like they, they, that's what they specialize is in, no noise. But they made all this unnecessary noise to wake them up. And then also, remember how when Scott was Santa Claus, the bag would pick him up and right. take him into the, into the thing? That's right. That Santa Claus is just standing there like an idiot. He's just standing there by the chimney, like, yeah. with his back to him. It's yeah. true. So this was planned from the beginning. Um, yeah, when they returned, no one seemed surprised at all. Um, and because of Santa Claus 2, we learn that there's a Mrs. Claus, right? Right, right. So, like, there should be a Mrs. Claus there going, what happened to my husband? But in reality, they already knew. Like, she's already in, like, Florida somewhere. They're like, scoping her out, Yeah, too. she already left. Like, she yeah. already knew that this guy was going to be, like, yeah. getting out of his job. Like, because I, th- I don't think he actually right. dies. I think he just <laughs> returns to his real life. Right. So I don't think he w- – I think they all planned this. This was just, a, like, a huge deal years in the making to make Scott Calvin be, be Santa Claus. Well, because he, because the Santa, the, the guy who falls off, he waves. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, yeah. You know? Finally. And so he's like, goodbye, and he disappears. And it's like, how did he, how did he disappear? Maybe it's Bernard who was the guy, you know? Bernard's a mastermind along yeah. with Judy. I'm just saying, dude. So, I like, so is that a good I fan think, theory? I think like, that's solid. That's, think, that's about airtight. Because when, <laughs> because when, uh, like, everything's fine, and, and like, he, and the, um, I think it's the the crowd of people are outside yep. uh, with the cops and everything like that. Uh, everyone kind of disperses, or everyone is staying there, and a few little kids whimper back and yep. back, and they start know? dancing and with with no uh, with no parents or anything like that. And that when I was a kid, I was like, "What the? F- are they so they're elves? They were elves. They were, but they were dressed as little kids. They, 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 didn't were. Have, they, they were trying didn't have to fit like incognito. Yeah, yeah. They, they sprinkled elves throughout the whole movie. Uh, in this classroom scene, yeah. there was a child with elf ears in the classroom. Really? And when everybody laughs, when he goes, "My dad's Santa Claus," and everybody laughs, the the elf kid just sits there. I just literally got fucking chills. I'm just saying, like that. The same. They're all there. <laughs> just just all telling my spine. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. Scary chills. Yeah, like this could be a horror movie. Yeah, I think. I think <laughs> led I think by Satan to, himself, Charlie. We need to recut a a a, a trailer for the Santa Claus. <laughs> we thriller. probably could, right? <laughs> well, there's like uh, in in like the It movies, like you, there's like hidden uh, uh, It's all over the place, yep. and like the, and like there's breakdowns of like he's right there he's in the corner he's he's like down there looking at him it's like really fucking creepy <laughs> now when i go back and watch this i'm going to they're all over the place i know they're all over the place oh my god well should we any any final thoughts should we give this a rating a nowadays rating like i said i i got to tell you you know you know scott put a lot of thought into the presents that he gave those 
fine people. Yes, he did. Soccer ball to Charlie, the you know the mystery date game, the weenie whistle even as stupid as it may be, Neil. <laughs> and then all she gives is some stupid papers and folder, and she throws in throws his present into the fire. Come right on, right in front of him, right in front of him. Right that's kind of that's assault and a wound. Yep. It's like at least at least give me the papers so I can do what I want with yeah. them. Correct. It would have been more funny to like give him like a, a tur- how to cook a turkey book or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But no, you gotta just you just give him some stupid papers. I always thought it was so stupid as a kid. I was like I was like, well, that's not fun. What's he supposed to do? Well, shoot shoot the fire, bro. He goes to the North Pole. He has every single toy. That's a good point. Everything. What yeah. if he actually wanted to like not be yeah. Charlie's dad? Yeah, maybe he. What if that, that was planned all along? Maybe he needed that restraining order against Charlie. <laughs> I think we all need a restraining order against this entire movie now. Uh, I won a couple more things. Um, apparently, the makeup for Tim Allen was like really strenuous for him. Like it was actually like really heavy, especially the treadmill scene. He had that belly glued yeah, to him. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like, does this look like a little weight to you? <laughs> like shaking his belly. Well, I can, I can do it. But apparently that treadmill scene that him and the director got like almost came to blows because he made him do it over and over and over again. He just wasn't doing it right for some reason. And just the, like the stress. Cause he took like three hours every morning to put that makeup oh, on God, and then like four imagine. hours to take it off, which is weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, stressful, I guess, with becoming Santa. <laughs> and when you're, and when you're fiending for a drink after an eight hour day, like yeah. Tim Allen was, you know. Yeah, you're, no a, you're gonna get in a fight. That's right. <laughs> Already on edge. <laughs> <laughs> well, AJ, give us your uh, modern day rating. You said you were like a five or a six. Yeah, I back think, as a kid. What are you thinking nowadays? I'm I'm like a I'm a seven. Oh, you went up. I, I went up. I I because I started catching his humor. Yeah. Um, I started seeing like Charlie for the putts that he was, <laughs> and I'm like, God, now I now I hope I'm not that. I was never that kid, but I probably was. You probably were. And so I made that realization, but I got over that pretty quick. And on top of that, I would have to say, yeah, I I started getting the jokes and the humor, and you start to look around the screen a little bit more, and the jokes aren't going over your head, and you're, like, making the connections, and there's the nostalgia that always comes back that always gives me at least a point or two. So, yeah, I think I'm a solid seven. All right. Shawnee boy? I'm a good old eight. You mm-hmm. were you were like a five or six, yeah, right? Like you went up to an six. Eight. Yeah, his like just Tim Tim. This is like the I mean, the the best vehicle for Tim Allen that there ever could be. I mean, besides his long running home improvement show and everything like that. Like if you are a fan of his, which I'm not even necessarily like a fan of Tim Allen uh, specifically, but like his kind of humor where it's just like. Everything anybody says to him, he just has a cynical comeback with it. It's so funny to me, and I found it just, like, endlessly charming, uh, especially him in this movie, and then, like, every like all the nostalgia aspects and everything like that. Uh, and, yeah, I wasn't as annoyed by uh, <laughs> Charlie as you guys, but, uh, I mean, talking about him for an hour and a half or so now, I'm kind of dislike him a little well, bit. It really makes you <laughs> gain an appreciation for not appreciating Charlie. <laughs> Everybody's waiting for me to give it a zero. Yeah, I know, right? I, I, I was like a nine and a half just because, like, ah, Christmas. But, like, I got to come down to realization world. Like, it's not even my favorite Christmas movie. It's right. definitely a must-watch every Christmas season. Yeah, yeah. puts you in the mood. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, like, it's just a good movie. So I'll, I'll come down from that nine and a half to like a seven. So we're all, we all kind of landed in that. Yeah. Just like the fans. Yeah. 70%. That's right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Absolutely. Oh man. It's a, it's a, like you say, it's a must watch movie. I think for the season, other than that, like I like to, it's like, it's one of my buffer Christmas. It's movies. the early one. It's, it's the early build Christmas. Up, build yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I yeah, like that. 100%. That's actually very true. This is one of the first ones I watched. Yeah. Your buffer beer. You got your buffer. I Christmas got my movie. buffer Christmas flick. Yeah. 
Doctor. Well, well, if we're talking about a buffer movie, then everybody that's playing playing at home is going to have to join us in two weeks for the next episode. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about perhaps the Christmas movie, like yeah. of all Christmas movies. It's one of them. Home Alone it's, 1. Yeah. So uh, carve out some time. Watch that episode in your spare time. Join us for episode number six in two weeks when we talk about Home Alone. Oh. On the way out, AJ, tell us how everybody can follow us and what they need to do. Yes, sir. Uh, guys, the most important thing to do is to always tell your friends. Word of mouth. That's the greatest advertising we could ever ask for. Tell them how much you love us and how many five-star reviews you gave us across all platforms. Limited to not including, but yes, including Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes. Make sure you're writing your reviews on iTunes and uh, giving us those five-star reviews. We are also on Stitcher, uh, CastBox, and all the other favorite platforms uh, for podcasting, wherever you happen to listen to it, wherever you're listening to it right now. Uh, but make sure you join in the conversation on Facebook. Uh, we're out there on Instagram, and we're even fresh every now and again with Twitter. Hell so yeah. <laughs> hell yeah on the twits. Hell yeah on the twits. If so. you if you want to rip Charlie's head off as much as these guys did, you just need to let us know. That's right. Or if you were the actor that played Charlie and you want to talk <laughs> shit, I again I apologize. I'm just talking about your character and not you as a human being. So there you go. Yeah, come yeah. at me, bro. Yeah. I think he's still doing work. Mm. I, hope so. I, I hope so. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a really great guy. Just like great actor to Love make to have me him hate him show. so much. Yeah. 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 On the show I think next that's year? just a, that's just a, a nod to his acting chops. There we I'm go. <laughs> well, that's uh that's going to be it. Anybody want to plug yourself on the way out? I know Sean Pryor two, three, seven, Sean Pryor two, three, seven on Instagram. I don't yes. even do Twitter anymore. So yeah, hey, nobody does. Uh, AJ Vens, AJ, a Y V E N S anywhere on social media, literally anywhere. Yeah. And you can look me up at I hate Charlie.com. <laughs> I've got a great <laughs> website going, so we'll see you there. All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye now. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.